A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Um, so before we, we kick off with this week's Redmen TV radio podcast... That's not what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Radio. Um, yeah, we're, we're at the North West Football Awards this coming Monday. Um, we've been told it's black tie. There's a little debate over whether, you know, we that means formal wear, according to yeah. Google. I mean, you could... I, I'd go with just wearing a black tie like we just discussed mm. and just my normal attire. I like that. Like, a bit like a bit Avril Lavigne yeah. style. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do it round your head. So it's like a bandana. Well, you, all you're doing effectively is just preempting eight hours of drinking exactly. by putting the tie around your head at the start yeah. of the night. What, what's wrong with that? Exactly. So I, I once did that at, at, at a wedding, ironically, you know, the whole tie around the head thing. And I remember doing it. It was like, hey, yeah. And then and then it was one of them where after like 10 minutes of having a good laugh, I looked up and four other people were doing it. I was like, get that off your yeah. head, Paul. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. that off your head right now. It's not ironic anymore. You're just that tit. When you've started it, yeah. yeah exactly. Did you also slide on your knees in the middle of the that's a Chris Payjack special move. <laughs> yeah. um, it's it, that's it's actually yeah much like the uh, the dragon punch for Ryu. If you press yeah. forward, down, roll up to forwards, Chris <laughs> slides on his knees at weddings. Um, so <laughs> let's go to our kickoff questions. You might have you might have guessed, uh, or you might not have guessed if you're not if you're not a regular on Redmen TV, you might not recognise the voice of the man, the legend, Tom Dutton. Yeah, Hi. I'm not usually on any. I'm usually screaming at the footy mm. when we score. And now on the preview on the review shows on YouTube yeah, as well. Trying to provide a balance, not balance, but very very overly optimistic. But no, I don't think you provide an overly optimistic. You provide your view on things, yeah, sure, yeah, and then enough. if so, if people just want to be weirdos and minge bags and stuff then I sorry I've got to stop I've got to stop insulting people who aren't happy. Um not wrong with being unhappy. No there is everything wrong with being happy. Be happy. Be happy. Um on command. The kickoff question this week comes from Kez underscore LFC seven. Now I wasn't sure this was gonna be a great question. Yeah. And then I asked it in the office hoping to like spare it on to maybe I think I think it's missing an element but then it provoked ten minutes of conversation so we're stuck with it. And he asks what animal would you choose to be in the first team? So, when this first got said, like, everyone said elephant parking in front of the goal, mm-hmm. and then I was thinking giraffe, because it'd be, it'd be a height advantage. But here's the thing, but they it's can't not, well, exactly, it's not helped Joel Matip in any yeah, way, shape exactly. or form, he's already got the height, yeah. but he can't head. So, there was a good one by Matt, actually, who's, who's doing all the behind the scenes right now, orangutan in goal. Okay. That's a really good shout. That's a good, solid shout, like a... Yeah, are they? Are they? I know they they, they, they swing around and stuff, yeah. but are they? 
Are we, uh, is, do they have sufficient agility? I don't know. I mean, they, they've obviously, they can obviously shift. Like, They're better than the sloth. You know well, I mean? obviously, yeah, but that's not the question, is it? I mean, I mean, of the of the the primates available to you, are you better off not going with like a a, a chimp or is that too small? Well, exactly. Is you just if you kick the ball really hard at a chimp, is it going in the back of the net regardless well, of its age? Just it? go with a gorilla and just see, get a, see back. gorilla. I think because here's the thing, I I think small and agile for goalkeepers is 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 a thing, but I think you need longevity. And I think there's something about being a bit bigger and a bit older. Definitely. And I so I think gorillas got. The perfect balance between size and agility. Yeah, yeah, so, no, I can, I can, I can run with that because I mean, I, I wanted to start with cheetah or some kind of wild cat okay. to maul someone, right? And that got shot down. Well, Steve shouted that down straight away, saying that doesn't matter where, what animal it is and whether it's intrinsically in its nature or not. That's a red card offence. So yeah, that's a red exactly. card offence yeah, yeah, yeah. because if you just started look like a Louis Suarez, yeah, you're biting, yeah. you're getting sent off for biting, no matter which way, which way you look at. But like you're not stopping. A lion from eating someone, are you? No, I mean, look, I mean, this is a, once again, this is a fundamental flaw to the question is, is can you survey the, 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 the rule and the law of nature yeah. in these animals to have them work within a tactical framework? Exactly. Um, so, look, the, 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 like, we've gone for the, the you know, like a, an, an ape or a gorilla, are they just going to randomly start murdering people? I, I don't have exactly. the answer to that. So, we have to look. Let's suspend our disbelief for a moment. Well, I have the answer, which would work, is sheepdog. You just tell the sheepdog, run that way with the ball in your mouth and score. Just run past the line. Ah. Because you're not going to kick a dog, are you? (laughs) (laughs) The dogs are on past you. The most you're going to do So what position are you playing the sheepdog for in Liverpool's team? It's hard because we we like to play off the back. Is he he doing the Jordan end? Is he doing out and box to box kind of thing? Is that the sheepdog? Uh, No, I think we just go centre back and just... I mean, you're like, first thing he does, passes it straight to him. He picks it up in his mouth and just bails up the pitch. Right, okay. I See, I'm not sure centre-backs where you're... Not, I don't think that's providing the stability. I think you're thinking too front foot. Yeah. I think this is our problem, Tom. Yeah. And this is why you wouldn't be a great Liverpool manager because you're not solving our problems with this no, thinking. Yeah, this is blue sky thinking here yeah. of how do we score more goals. No, we need to be tighter at the back. Gorilla's a great shout. That solves our goalkeeping issues. But I think in terms of defence... Yeah. We got we, there's a there's a question that we're going to come to. This, there is another animal related question at the end of the podcast. So if you if you're really digging this and you want more of it, there is one later on. But it's a, the, the, I've got it from this. I think rhino. I think a rhino at centre half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Power. Yeah. Maybe not necessarily quick over a couple of yards, but it's got a pace. If we play a high line, I think it's got the pace to get back if it yeah. needs to. Um, and also, no one's fucking with the rhino no at the back. No, exactly, and. If you get it perfect and hit the ball right on its horn, stuck there, so he can he can do he what can the dog then does. in your own words bail down the pitch yeah, with exactly. the, with the ball attached to its horn. How it gets it off though, I'm not entirely certain. That would need to be. You'd, I mean, to be fair, we've still got nine other eight or nine other humans on the pitch. Exactly. They could probably. I don't know, they can't use the hands. I mean, the goalkeeper, oh no, oh, the, no, that's the wrong end. I think you could maybe tear up. I think we're overthinking it. Yeah. Um, let's get into the, 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 the general Liverpool chat there. That was great. Uh, what animal would you choose to be Liverpool's first team? Let us know by tweeting at the Redmen TV. If you're watching the video version of this on the RedmenTV.com, which is a subscriber exclusive, um, let us know in the comments below. And also let us know you're getting on with the new look. We've changed the layout. We've changed the look of the show. I think it looks terrific. I think it's got a real 
it's got a real serious vibe to yeah. it, which the content doesn't necessarily reflect. It reminds me of Reservoir Dogs, you know, the very first scene where mm. it's gone around the table, kind of over the shoulder. Yeah. I mean, obviously... Except with far less movements of the shots. Yeah, and we're not wearing black tie yet. Yet. Next week. Maybe next week. Maybe we'll do the podcast in black tie. I think that'll be incredible. Another incentive to go over to the website and subscribe. Um, just another mention for that, of course... TheRedMenTV.com, we do extra video shows, but extra podcasts as well. There's a final word, just a 60 minute look back uh, on the match the day or two after when my time to calm down and look at it properly. There's the Instant Match Reaction podcast, which goes out within an hour of the every game finishing for Liverpool. Reds News Roundup, hosted by Steve Hall, which is great as well. And then we have a mixture of other shows, such as the comments below, and obviously we've got this, etc. etc. So if you enjoy Liverpool content, you enjoy what we do, and you want more of it, subscribe to TheRedMenTV.com. Anyway. Ads over for now, for now. Um, so Kyle William Hamilton asked us this. That, I mean, before we get into it, the main topic of the week, we're going to talk about Emery Chan and the contract thing. Um, I've been having an, an interesting back and forth on Twitter with someone about this, so I, I want to discuss that in more detail. But we've got a question I thought was quite interesting. Uh, Kyle William Hamilton on Facebook says, he's having a discussion with mates and we can't agree on how you define what a big club is. Is it how many trophies you've won in total? Is it the amount of support you have? Is it how much money you have? Is it how well the team is doing now? Or a mixture of all? Or something I haven't mentioned? We can't agree. Help! Um, this... I think this is interesting because I think this is something that comes up all the time, yeah. and I think it can be used to stick to beat. So we had a little bit of a, I had a bit of a back and forth with AJ three FIFA on this. Who we 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 he, he thinks Everton's bigger than Liverpool. No, no, he <laughs> thinks that Liverpool we we're not entitled to moan about half and half scarves because. This is what this is what it is to be a big club. In order to be a big club, you've got to have fans who don't get the culture of your club, and they've got to, and you've got to be you've got to fill your ground with loads of people who just go there to just to watch it as like a one-off experience. No, I exactly, um, and I, I think I think top line. I think Kyle's got it in there. I think it might be a bit of a mixture of them all. Well, who's the biggest? Who's the biggest club in England for you? Liverpool. I mean, but like genuinely, what big clubs are than Liverpool? Tom? Yeah, well, exactly. But it's a you know what I mean. Jamie Carragher. Um, no, I, I, I look. Is it Liverpool or United? Let's, let's take our. Let's take our. Oh, it's hard because it's a Liverpool podcast, and I do. I can't. I don't like giving credit to Manchester United yeah. in any way, shape, or form. But I, I think it's look, at this point. I think they've got the blend of all the things that we've discussed there. Yeah. They've got. They've got the massive fan base. They've got the huge stadium. They've got twenty years of of, of top level, top flight success. Yeah. They've got, and then the things that maybe haven't been mentioned as well. They've got the pulling power to attract those top names in footy as well, yeah. and the spending power to back it up. They are. I, I think I said this when we did the Sky Sports thing the other week. I think they're they it, it's franchise wise. I think they're a massive, they're a bigger franchise yeah, than Liverpool are because I think you need to have everything, but. I don't think that is the full definition of what a big club is because I think Liverpool are a big club no, without definitely. having had the recent success. So I don't think that's necessarily pivotal. I think one thing that isn't mentioned here, if you think about all the, let's say, fans of other teams who want to... Liverpool versus Man United, when that game's on, everyone in world football watches that yeah. game. Whenever Barcelona play anyone, I'll watch it. Same yeah. with Real Madrid. I think that's a big thing as well because it's about... it's a, it's it's it's. I won't watch Man United, so I guess it's kind of biased because I just hate Man United. Sure. But loads of people around the world will watch Man United regardless, and yeah. I think that's a big factor as well. If you like watching the football, you might like just the manager. I think that that, that bumps it up as well. So I, I think it's not just 
the fans and the trophies. I think it's. I think the trophies helps because here's the thing: oh, Man City are becoming a big club, mm-hmm. and they're a big club right here and right now because of what we've talked about. That the pulling power because yeah. they've got money and they've got and they're there is there are now a desirable proposition. To, to come to you want to go to Man City because again it feeds into this silver thing you've got a good chance of winning stuff yeah. but are Man City a bigger club than Liverpool no no idea because it's the thing and, and again it feeds into this thing about in terms of I think level support comes into this because I was watching the City Arsenal game there was a 15 minutes in because I, I, I always notice it more at the Etihad and it's probably because of the whole empty hand yeah. thing yeah, yeah. Um, 15 minutes into that match there were I, I could there were noticeably empty seats yeah. on the lower tier on the opposite side of the ground where the camera the camera's pointing towards. Now here's the thing, I don't look for it at Anfield and often you know I'm I'm there so I very rarely yeah, see it and I don't I don't I don't look for it so maybe it is just a it's a confirmation bias. I think about it therefore I notice it. Yeah. But I have noticed this a lot and I do make a point of trying to disprove myself on this. Um Man City don't have the the fan base, yeah. Um, so I don't think they are. They don't have the history. They haven't won. They haven't won stuff to be historically a big no. team, and they don't have the size of fan base to be a genuinely big club. Yeah. But I think, again, I'm not sure how you phrase it, but I don't think it's undeniable that they are. They are big in. You know, they are. They're a growing power on the world. Scene. Well, that's it. I think when they do become the big club, because they will. They've got enough money there. They've got enough. What seems like longevity with the with the academy and, and yeah, stuff. the infrastructure they put in place. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. So when 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 they do, whether that's in five years, whether that's in ten years, they need to win the Champions League. Yeah. To to even yeah. start getting exactly, there. Exactly. Yeah. But they've had they they can always they've got history there. Maybe it's not the best history in the world, mm-hmm. but there's history of of a fan base that stuck with them yeah. through and through, yeah, yeah. and they've came through, and then they've got these massive. There's, there's dirt under their fingernails, exactly. isn't there? Like, yeah, and I, that's I, the I big thing. That. That's why that's why Chelsea aren't a big club for me. And I mean, I I really don't like Chelsea probably more than any other club, which is weird. Yeah. But they're not a, they're not a big club. Yeah, they've won the Champions League, but. I just don't. I don't view them in that way, and I can't get it in my head that, that they are. It's me. it's funny because I I have to I do disagree. I think they are a, they are a big club because it's like the city thing. The city blood with ten years down the down the line. Yeah. You know they've yeah. they've been there. They've had the success. They've got the draw of power. Mm-hmm. I I and they they they've marketed themselves well, so they're now starting to get an international fan base. Boy, yeah. is the thing, they've won the Champions League. Which I would say is a an absolutely prerequisite of being a genuine big club. I don't think you can count yourself as a big club until you've won a European Cup. And yet, you know, look, is the thing. Forest have got a European Cup or two yeah. European Cups. Um, yeah. Villa have got one. Arsenal have got none. Yeah. But I would I think Arsenal are a bigger club than Chelsea. Yeah, and it's weird because because it was always the the big three of of United, Arsenal, Liverpool. Yeah. And. I don't think I I loved them days. I mean, it was it was pretty much United and Arsenal going yeah. at it, and then we were just below. But them days of, of football were amazing. Just yeah. the, the players that were in them. Well, you didn't have to stress about about six teams fighting for a limited exactly. number of Champions League places as well. And I think that's 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 a legacy that I think also the Invincibles as well. Yeah. There's there's these milestones that clubs have that I think just kind of bump them up. Yeah. And the higher. I think you don't want Chelsea to be a big club because you don't like them. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> like that's that's a massive. I, I I get your point. They are a big club. But and I, the way they won the Champions League with that drug header was amazing and all that. So who would you say? I think there's an interesting way to work it. Is let's let's who are the biggest clubs in world football? 
and let's see if there's let's see if there's common denominators along that. So I think the obvious ones: Barcelona, Real Madrid, Madrid. Manchester United, yeah. Liverpool, Liverpool, and then AC, AC Milan. Yeah, I think maybe even Juventus. Juventus, I think Juventus definitely. Yeah. I'm not sure into Milan. I think they they are. I think they're maybe bracket two. Yeah. I, I think Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich. But I'm Is not there a case for PSG. I don't think they I don't. That good. No, I think they. I think they are. They might be. In the they might be. You know, again, they're they're they're, they're, they're the biggest club. France, yeah. although maybe I suppose maybe the Marseille fans and Monaco fans would argue that, but yeah, yeah you know they're they're big, but I don't think I don't think of them as being they're a modern they're a modern thing, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, they've been around European competition for a long time, but I don't I'm not sure they've won a European Cup. That, that's something I should have googled. Well, that's the main saying, thing out of all them clubs is that they've won. Have has any of them won less than three European Cups? Well, that's it. You think you've got AC Milan have won. Five, oh, I think, yeah. or more. Five. Or, oh, anyway, you know, Barcelona have got five. Yeah. Bayern Munich have got four or five. I think yeah. they've got five as well. Obviously, um, Barcelona are there and thereabouts. Real Madrid obviously got more than eleven or eleven now. I think at this point, well, they got the decimal, didn't they? So it's ah, definitely more than that. I think it's eleven they're on now. It's just how much I've switched off to European yeah. football. I've been out of the Champions League. Exactly. But this is what I mean. These are the, the genuine super clubs. I think, and they're the ones that you know. Whenever they have the the talk about breakaways, these are predominantly the clubs that are in the in, yeah. in the conversation within there. And then I think below that, I think maybe I, I'm not sure whether I'm being unfair. I'm putting out maybe I don't think Arsenal do genuinely belong there. And I think that's just again, it's a, it's the European, yeah, it's the European thing. Yeah. They don't have enough of a European pedigree because it's all well and good being dominant when you domestically, yeah. But you've got to go in. So in that regard, I don't know. Look, Chelsea, you know, Chelsea have won the Champions League. They've won the Europa League as well in recent years. But that's the thing. In recent years, I think that's the that's the other thing with it. We, you've got to have your ups and downs with your AC Milan. They're they're starting to come back a touch. But they had their down years for, yeah. for a oh, while. Yeah, yeah. So there's these teams that have that have that have kind of battled adversity and come back through, and they've always stayed. There or thereabouts, everyone knows them clubs, and I think that's that's the main thing. I think that I think Arsenal are in terms of like brand recognition. I think Arsenal are because I, mm-hmm. I, I think the size of their fan base gives them that. Because you can't, I, I, I joked about this the other day, you literally cannot put the word Arsenal in a tweet, <laughs> yeah, without some lunatic jumping yeah. on you one, one way yeah. or the other. Um, even if they're not tagged, <laughs> tagged <laughs> it, or you've hashed, not hashtagged it or whatever, they find yeah. it. And 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 they're there. so I think they've got the global recognition. They've been they've been a massive thing. I think their brand of footies helped them that, and the fact they've been in the Champions League for twenty years. Exactly. Yeah. Not this year. <laughs> uh, but you know that I think that helps because it helps the recognition. But I don't think again I don't think they're tier one because no. they are there. But I, you know it's it's the it's the the thing about Arsenal because we joke fourth and you know get into the last sixteen of the Champions League. Yeah. That's fine. That's how you sustain yourself. But it not kicking on yeah, makes a massive exactly. makes a massive difference. I think when 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 City get there, like I say, because they will get there. They 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 they're a big club now, and you will get there. Yeah. It's when City get there. Who else are there? So is it a PSG over there with it? At Arsenal there. Then we can start talking about them kind of clubs. Chelsea as well. Yeah. They they haven't done it for long enough. Yeah. In my opinion. I agree. I agree. You know, in ten fifteen years time, Chelsea. 
uh, City and Paris Saint-Germain could very easily be in the conversation of the, the genuine top-level yeah. football clubs. And, it, and I think Liverpool could could very well be out of that exactly. conversation by then unless the, 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 we start getting to the swing of being dominance, winning yeah. trophies and more importantly being a power back in Europe again but um, no, it's interesting because as I said I think there are the historically big clubs yeah. and I think we're in that that period now where we're in a period of transition where we might see that it's just all the rich clubs stay, so in you know, 20 years time it might just be Real, Man United, maybe Barcelona still, AC Milan and Paris Saint-Germain and you know, Bayern, uh, Bayern City, they're, they're the ones that That'd be disappointing wouldn't it? Very disappointing <laughs> to say the very, to say the very, yeah. very least um, but it is, it is very very interesting um, always interesting to know people's thoughts on this a uh, good way to, to interact with the show uh, in a way when I say interact I mean um, basically just go and just, just go and leave a five star review on iTunes I'm just going to lie to you and say that we we're going to read through them comments but we will um, but do leave a review if you enjoy the podcast go and you and you listen to it on iTunes which you can uh, five star and, 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 and thoughts on the show saying nice things are always appreciated if you've got nothing nice to say then say nothing I'd love to say it was my mum that said that or my yeah. no, granddad no one ever said that I think don't uh, say it on telly. iTunes just tweet at the formation anything horrible that you want to say <laughs> yeah. at Mr Blood Red which yeah. is my Twitter handle of course famously my Twitter handle um, <laughs> yeah uh, but no but I, I think it's really really interesting stuff and it goes yeah. back to you know I did the video this week on um, on my thoughts on FSG and I, I kind of del- delved into this I've got a video that I'm editing at the moment I did the tour of the new camp um and I, the new camp's an incredible stadium you know it's it's, it's 90 odd thousand capacity it's getting close to 100 i think it's gonna be when they when they expand it it's gonna be called the new new camp which is weird wow. or oh, the new camp new sorry it's gonna be called because the, the, oh, the yeah. hardly phrase it yeah. um but just you know they've got bazillions of um copa del rays and the league of titles because of course they have but you know they've got the same amount of European cups, yeah. and I look at like the history and stuff they've got, and it's great. And it's what well, it's Barcelona is an incredible sporting institution because they've got the handball and they've got the basketball yeah. and all those kind of things around it. But I, I, you know, I, I don't see them as being. You know, they've had this period of unparalleled success for the last decade, where they've yeah. been the best club side, yeah. arguably of all time, um, and yet. Here we are. I don't think them. I don't think in terms of like it says European success and all that kind of stuff. They're not a million miles away from us, and that's why for me it just makes me. People get. I think people get wound up by this about Liverpool. Like, like we need to do this. Or rah rah rah. It just makes me excited to see that. You know, I I, I want it more than more than most. Yeah. I think we all want Liverpool to get back to it. But it's not because of like it because it necessarily brings me happiness. I just I miss us being competitive with those yeah. clubs and being on a, on a level with them. Like it's annoying because we missed out on Messi. Mm. We missed out completely. I mean, mm. we still might get to play them this this year. Yeah. But it's so annoying when that and that's another thing with the biggest clubs as well is the best players played for these clubs yeah. as well so when you think about your Ronaldinho you think about your Messi you think about all these magnificent players you want them all playing at Anfield as yeah. well and that and I, think, I can't wait for that yeah. when Re- when Real Madrid came to Anfield I mean I wasn't there but you got to we got smashed yeah. because they were a great football side and we were shit and we were terrible and we had Raheem Sterling up front you know what I mean and they had Ronaldo scored that worldy but that's that's the thing is you want to see these players with your own eyes and 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 obviously you want them playing for yourself, which yeah. is what Louis. No, but the, 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 there's that there's that element to it. But the, the for me the biggest element is 
go testing yourself against them yeah. and coming out on top. Exactly. Like you, the messy thing, you're dead right, and that's the thing that upsets me most about us being out of the Champions League consistently for so long. Is you're right, we we got to play Messi at the very start of his career, and Alvaro Abalawa picked him up and put him in his back pocket, and it was great. Yeah. But that was it. You know, we 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 won in the in in the new camp. Um, and it was it was great, but it was it was it wasn't that was that was Barcelona before they kicked into exactly. that next gear. We battered Real Madrid home and away, but that was that was the Real Madrid that had good players, yeah. but not the, the new generation of Galatas. Exactly. It was the, it was between the McManaman Zidane, Roberto Carlos era and the Ronaldo Benzema exactly. era when they again they, they brought Raúl back into the fold and you know. He was probably there because he was there forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, we never, we haven't been able to test ourselves against these, and that's you're dead right. That's the thing I, that, that yeah. I'm. I just want Liverpool to be competitive again in that yeah. regard. And that's why I was a bit upset with our Champions League group. Is that listen, if we get out of this group, as we you know, hopefully we're on course to do, my, that's brilliant because you just want you need to get out of that group. But I would, I wanted us to have look what Spurs have just had exactly, with Madrid. Yeah. They've gone to go and do a tactical job on it, and they, they, they rocked up against us, bouncing because they yeah. just held Real, Real Madrid and the confidence that gives you. You don't get the same. Yeah. For us, we rocked up having snotted Manabor, <laughs> thinking we were the greatest yeah, thing since sliced bread, and we weren't. You know? I mean, to be honest, though, our Europa League campaign, we played some very good mm. football. They weren't the top echelon. But they were the second tier. Yeah. There's your Dortmunds, there's your Villarreal, United. Um, United. Well, third tier, um, <laughs> and then and then obviously the other ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you know what I mean? They, they, they were. That was when the atmosphere got up. So yeah. imagine, imagine if we got Real back at Anfield. Yeah. I mean, with a with a team that actually might be able to do something on the pitch yeah, as well. Exactly. It'll be fantastic. Yeah, that's it. And I think that's the that's it. That that, that, that that's the thing I love most about football is that. Is that and I think it gets lost sometimes in this because we get I think we get focused a little bit too much oh on the Premier League yeah. win you got to win this and you got to win that there is definitely what Liverpool is and what Liverpool has had to become I guess because of the the league success hasn't been there for you know twenty odd years is that you it's been able to go to like for me the the treble season in two thousand and one you know I was seventeen at the time and we um you know we, we were out in the out in the, we were going out drinking I remember watching Roman in the pub in, with the Roman game in the pub in town and going through we played we played so many great teams on the on, on the way to that it was just genuinely incredible and I think that's the thing about it is smacking up against these teams and and coming out on top you 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 remember those games far more than you'll ever remember. Beating West Ham in, exactly. in, in in the Premier League exactly. and these kind of things because uh, yeah so more more of that absolutely um, brilliant that was a fantastic question I don't think we've solved you solved you yeah, we, so I don't think we've answered I think what what we're saying generally speaking it's a mixture of all but I think you could I think the truly truly elite clubs the top uh, super elite have all of those things yeah. um, but to be a big club. I think you don't need to have them all right now. I think you can be historically a big club yeah. and provided that you are still okay. Provided you look, I think, like, let, let, like, let's use Forrest as an example of it. They're now far too far exactly, removed yeah. from their success. You know, the, lang- the languishing of the championship, they've been down between League One and, and the championship for far too long. They are they are a big club, yeah. but I I think they are uh, yeah, I think they are now definition of you become a sleeping giant don't exactly. you after a certain yeah, after yeah. a certain point of time. Exactly. Um, whereas I don't think let's use Leeds an example. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure they were ever because again the European thing 
let's not, we could delve into we could do we could do three hours on exactly. this um, so we're moving on though so I've been having a little a very brief Twitter back and forward someone called it at NY Life of Birds on Twitter and he, uh, he or, or she was asking me um, about the Embry Chancellor follow us the Embry Chancellor so we did a little bit of this on the review show this week about the and he said it, it, the question was basically is it better to give Emre Chan the low release clause that he demands so that you've got him and you can you can have him contracted mm-hmm. and then you can sell him for a fee yeah. or is it better to hold firm on this and deny him that and let him go on a free to in order to establish your principles so his argument was it seems like a no-brainer. Let's put, for the sake of it, it might be higher, it might be lower. Let's say his release clause is twenty-five million pounds. Yeah. So, in today's modern market, for for a German international playing in the Premier League, I think that's very, very low. Very low, yeah. But twenty-five million pounds is twenty-five million pounds more than no million pounds. That's true. I mean, at this point, if he. He's if he if we don't get him signed to a contract, he's just gonna go for nothing. Yeah. Literally, it's hard because yeah, I'd love that twenty five million pounds, but then you kind of he's been stubborn over this mm-hmm. for for whatever reason. I think. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'd just be stubborn as well. And I know that it lose me a bit of money and a lot of people might disagree with me on this. But I think at some point you've just got to go, no, we're not going to bother. If you're not bothered about our club, to even, con- he should be wanting to make us a bit of money. Yeah, he should you know be. I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, again, it's not. I don't know why this should be his prerogative, really, but I feel it should be because again, I put myself into it. Yeah. I think he he, he owes Liverpool uh, a wedge if he wants to go and uh, go and move on. Yeah. Then and, and here's the thing: Liverpool might want the release clause to be like eighty million. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. So this might this might this you know we're debating stuff without knowing all the facts, yeah, yeah. which is what football analysis yeah. is all about, isn't it? Um, but you know it, it could be because it could be realistically, but he could be saying I want it to be forty, and I think forty starting to get into the realms yeah, of yeah. a reasonable amount of money for yeah. Emery Chan. So we don't we don't one hundred percent know this, but my my thing on this and I, let's 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 look at the Arsenal situation with Sanchez and Ezra as an yeah. example of this Arsenal are effectively refusing to break their wage budget to, to, to sort these guys out now there's also a factor where they're probably just looking to move on they don't want to play for and they want, yeah. some, they want some better chance of silverware and that's where you're going to yeah. fall down on these things inevitably but they you set these things and I, that would annoy me if, it, if, if we were losing uh, another McManaman or if we yeah. were losing another Michael Owen, yeah. or if we were losing another, like let, let's say it's Sadio Mane this time yeah, around, yeah. or a Phil Coutinho, because we weren't prepared to 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 pay them what they're worth, yeah. then I think that's a situation where I think you 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 kick off and you say, for, for God's sake, you can't be competitive yeah. at the top end of football if you're not prepared to pay the wages to keep the to, not just to buy the best players, but it's more important to keep your yeah. best players, and that's what that's what you do because it's all well and good. I, 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 I digress a touch on this, but people look at this wage budget thing, and you've got to have the highest wage budgets in order to compete. People see that as you've got to offer two hundred grand a week to guys coming in. It's not that. It's that you. You need to keep your guys there to keep stability. This is why, whether it's right or wrong, Dejan Lovren's on a hundred grand a week because yeah. at some point people felt it was more value to keeping a guy who understood the club yeah. and was embedded on a on a good wage than to go out and get someone else who you needed to settle in and pay him pay him a top wage, etc. So, I I get the problem for Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, you don't really wanna. I mean. I, I wish I knew how much he was on. I know it's not enough. Mm. I know it's not like the top earners. And to be honest, he's a pretty integral part of that squad. I know yeah. he's a squad player, but he's the very first one that comes in. I think maybe Milner's pushing for that now in the yeah. midfield. But if if we wanted the squad, and that's the big problem for me, is we're getting we're effectively getting rid of a player who would could be at the club for another ten years, yeah. let's say. Yeah. And he's gonna be a really good player. We were saying on a review show, he's gonna be a magnificent player. Yeah. The things in his game that he doesn't have are all down to experience for yeah. me. He's got all the physical attributes, he's got everything. So I think it's it's a sh- it'll be a massive shame if he goes and it's looking like he will. It's should should if he's gonna go anyway, then it doesn't really matter about his wage at this point. If yeah. he if he's said I'm getting a pre contract, sack him off and just Let's just milk it for the money, I guess, and just. I know we've got Cater coming in, but we're gonna need someone else in there. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna need a number six replacement as well, because mm-hmm. I don't think Cater really plays that role yeah. to what we want it to be. So yeah, I. You know what? After thinking about it, just get just get the low release clause, which could be twenty, forty mil, yeah. and then just bring in that defensive mid that we want. My concern on this is that for start, I don't think you can buy a necessarily buy what you're looking to. To buy for that for that amount of money, of but course, I, yeah. I don't think Liverpool need the money so much as they need to, to set precedent and they need mm-hmm. they need to stick to the principles. They need to define their principles more mm-hmm. clearly. And this will wind people up because it's not a tangible thing. Yeah. A tangible thing is a player having a player or having money. Yeah. The intangible benefits 
are these are like what you call loss leaders in business. Yeah. These are things that you throw money at because you trust that it will have a, a a bigger benefit to you. And for me, the reason why I I believe that Emery Chan Liverpool should play hardball and they should stick the heels in is because you don't want to set the precedence where you tell players within your squad that if they dig the heels in. Liverpool will accede to their demands. What you don't want is your next round of contract negotiations for Sadio Mane, Mo Salah, Phil Coutinho for the sake of argument, Roberto Firmino, whatever. Name name Liverpool's top players, and they go. I'll sign a new contract, but I want a I want a low release yeah, clause yeah. because you just you you're making it off your back. And once you set that precedent, you've told people that you will bow. And is and there's a difference between bowing to Luis Suarez's demands yeah. when you get one more season out of Luis Suarez, but he sets his release clause at 80 million or whatever, yeah. and you know, well, look, that's a good, that's a massive amount of money at the time. He's gonna, he's only gonna go to Barcelona and not a direct competitor, etc., yeah. etc. Et There's a difference between that. But, and Emery Chan, he's an important member of the squad, totally. But this is not a first. This is not a first team player, and I think it will also be interesting to see for me when Lallana's fit. When we've got, and how long we'll keep them fit, we, we'll, time will tell. But when Liverpool have got everyone fit and available to them, how close is Emery Chan to that first team? See, that's the problem. Is the only he gets in as a number six as the backup number six. I don't think we have anyone else who really plays that well because we've got rid of Lucas, didn't we? And yeah. and. That's the main issue for me. But here's the thing, you're what you're saying there is you're setting a negative precedent for your backup number six, mm. for your backup defensive midfielder. Again, I think you I think there's that's an easier sell on one of your guys who is a, a pivotal player. Yeah. Um but for a guy who is again, I I just think he's I think he's replaceable. I think you, I I think for me, it, you're either signing down to a long-term contract and get all the best years out of them. Mm-hmm. If you're not gonna do that, then I, I, I'm not asked because yeah. I think I don't. I, I, you, you shouldn't be de- damaging the harmony of the football yeah, club. It's not, yeah, it's not worth the, the the cohesion of the squad right now is fantastic. Everyone works for each other, and I think there's only two players in there that I can see that are they work obviously because. They're not getting in the team if they don't, and that's Chan and that's Coutinho. Yeah. And I think if you offered them an out in January, they'd both go. And I think in the summer they're, they're both gonna go, and yeah. I, I'm, that's fine by me. I mean, it's not because I yeah, love them not, both. Yeah. They're fantastic players. They're really good you want players. you want them to be fulfilled at Liverpool, exactly. don't you? And I think we all do. That's that. That's what it would be the issue. The thing for me is that. I think I think I genuinely feel this, and you know, I'm sure there's people who, who feel like. We've been saying this for a number of years now, but I do just about remember what it feels like to, to know when it when it's going well. Yeah. Is that I feel like these guys will be fulfilled in the coming years. Exactly. Um, if they were to stay, yeah. so fuck them. Exactly. If they don't want, it, you know what I mean. And and that that's what it, what it boils down to for me is that I don't think either these guys. I think we'll see. You, you don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I don't think this is not. I don't want this to be another. Oh, it's okay, Sterling's leaving because yeah. we've got Jordan Ibe. When Jordan Ibe is a massively and always was a massively inferior player yeah. to Raheem Sterling, um, but I think we've got good players. We'll get good, you know, like the Coutinho thing. I think we'll get good money for Coutinho, and I think we'll be in a position to buy someone good in his stead. It's not yeah. like again, it's not like having to rely on, you know, you know, 
shit to fill to, 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 to improve your squad. Not like we're gonna go and buy Nathan Redmond this yeah, time to replace exactly. Coutinho. Hopefully you go and you spend the money on a Thomas Lamar this well, time. And, and hopefully I wish them all the best. I hope they play really good football and I hope they, they have a good long career after it. But hopefully we come up against them in the Champions League. And we smashed them off the park because we work harder for it. Yeah. We 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 want it more because it, it means so much as a team. And maybe maybe we'll shit the bed and Real Madrid will just smash us off the park. Yeah. Or Barcelona, sorry, with with Coutinho. Maybe that'll happen. But as long as we put a performance in and we stifle Coutinho and we go, no, mate, yeah. you've left us here. You've left us pretty much in the shit to go and buy someone else because you wanted to move. So. Whatever, we'll we'll just batter you on the yeah. day, and maybe that won't happen. Maybe it's just it's just wishful thinking. But you know what I mean. It'd be lovely to play against these players. That's why I want to play again. Imagine Suarez, Coutinho in the same team, and we just beat them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It would it, it would be fantastic. That's one of them. But you want to see if he was to go, and you know, I know we expand this out to Coutinho, but think about the the Torres thing and yeah. the Sterling thing. Yeah. I, you want and I, you know where we come up against them, and someone just goes in and clatters the life out. James Milner goes in and just leaves one in on them, and that's them get that's game over for them yeah. from then on. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I, just as I say, for me, I I get it, and I I, I do. It, I think a lot of this. Feeds into this thing we mentioned this on the review show. I think there's there's a group of people who who just love the the ground that Emery Chan walks, and that's fair play because I think he is. I think he's a, I think he's a really good footballer. He's going to get he has the potential to be very very good indeed. I think there's also people who don't like Jordan Henderson very much who, who feed into that, and there's also people who think that the money is important to Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Like we need that money, and I don't think we do. And I, I think this is why. Liverpool will effectively that we won't sell Phil Coutinho for what was being offered in the summer. You no, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I I think because I think the market will stabilise a little bit and he'll still go for massive money, but I don't think he'll go for 140 no. million or whatever we, there was talk of in, in the summer. So Liverpool will have could you know could lose 40 million quid on it, but it was more important. For, and I think this is why Coutinho and Emery Chan are similar in different ways. It's that it's important for Liverpool to act like a big club in that regard, Definitely. and it, people might say those Emery Chan wanting to leave Liverpool is a sign of Liverpool being a big club, not not being a big club. I completely disagree. Mm-hmm. I think it's a sign that Liverpool are prepared to let guys who think they who, who, who think themselves bigger yeah. go, and then it's it's. Yeah, you know it's no, it's no, you know why did get the death? It means nothing to Liverpool to let this guy go because he's so inconsequential to us yeah. in the bigger scheme, and that's what Liverpool are. I think are pushing towards, but this season is very much, <laughs> unfortunately, it's not definitive. We yeah. can't see it. It's a work in progress. I, but I do feel that in a year or two's time, no one will be asked about how Liverpool took the stance. Yeah. If it if it stands, if we're putting the foundations in place of saying this is Liverpool this is how we act this is how we behave no ma- no player is bigger than the club we don't care there's always going to be this because it's what we always did yeah, didn't exactly. matter that Kevin Keegan wanted to leave because we trusted ourselves to go and get the next player and who comes in Kenny Dalglish yeah. is bigger and better Fernando Torres no one thought you know everyone I was heartbroken but you know we, we had Suarez coming in in the same window yeah We've seen this happen in the past. You know, it didn't work out, but we got rid of Fala and we brought Nicholas and Elkin in. Yeah, yeah. We then we yeah. then got rid of him and got to youth, but that's that was the start of our problems. But, that's the thing, yeah. but there's always going to be bigger and better. Liverpool need to re-establish that mentality. So for me, anyway, that's why I think Emery Chan should be yeah. told to swivel if he doesn't meet what Liverpool want 
what want him to meet effectively. And I trust in Klopp and his team to get the next player in because yeah. all our signings pretty much so far has there been one dud that Klopp's brought in? Uh, I, I, I mean, it's Carius. But you can say Carius. I agree. He hasn't had the opportunities exactly. to take on it. We might, you know, this is the thing. I've heard it say elsewhere. Ben Richard wants to be a prick. I'm not saying Grish can play the six per se, but yeah. it's maybe it's time to to, to, to push him on a little bit more. Maybe there's, I'd rather have a hungry young lad That's coming through from the eighty from the eighty from the nineteens or the twenty threes or whatever who's prepared to, to, to go in there and fight than someone who Listen, fair play to him. It's no no criticism, really, no, of Emery Chan. If he if he feels he wants to move on, he feels he wants to try something else, no one should ever be castigated for wanting to expand the horizons and ultimately have a successful life. Yeah. You get what? Twelve to you know That's you might get game. you might get twenty years in footy if you are a freak of nature. Yeah. Realistically, you're talking ten at the at the peak of your powers, if that. And it's not like where this boy or club or not like exactly. that. You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. There's no there's no massive um, affiliation for him. Yeah. So just wish him the best. Hope we come up against them and hope we smash them. Yeah. And. And that's all. That's that's all you can. And do. even even in the short term, let's hope that whatever it gets, it gets resolved one way or the other, so we can have a little bit of clarity on his future. Yeah. And at the very worst, he goes in and puts a great final shift in for exactly. the, for this season. And that you know, because this is the thing from his regard, let leave us wanting more. Yeah. You know, if he's gonna go from his, if he's gonna leave us with anything, he's not gonna leave us any money in our pockets. He's gonna leave us with an empty space as well. I want him to go and put in put in a shift where we all go. The Zabi Alonso effect, yeah. like, is, is that. People remember Zabi Alonso as a far better player for Liverpool than he actually was because he was really good, but he put in that final season. He was magnificent, all, yeah. and you want us to be able to look at him and go uh, elsewhere. You know, ideal word scenario. He does what's meant to happen is he goes somewhere and he's not as bit, he's not as good as he thinks he is, exactly. and it doesn't quite work out either way. I'll be honest, I don't care. Yeah, I don't. I really don't yeah. care. I care about Liverpool. Exactly, and whoever's playing for us at that point, I will support through for it. Exactly, um, brilliant. That's let us know your thoughts on the Emery Chan situation again on the website in the comments underneath or tweet at the Redmen TV. Use a hashtag Redmen Radio if you want to talk, so we know specifically where you've come from. That that makes things loads easier. Uh, we've got a few questions then. Let's let's bash through them. Uh, Zachary A. Marks, who's um, I think he's called at Couches. I'm sure I've used them before and I'm sure I've done exactly the same response <laughs> somewhere to this. When is a kit officially cursed? My 17-18 home kit has just one point in three matches with a minus seven goal differential. Help. So I don't wear any football shirts uh-huh. at all. Even when I'm playing when football, you're playing footy. I wear just a normal cotton shirt. Yeah. So I wouldn't worry about it, Zachary, because, you know what I mean? I mean, these superstitions are... They're very tangible, and um, what was the one that you and Chris used to do, where you used to get a a thingy bar? Oh, uh, the double the double decker. Was double decker. The, yeah, it was the it was the the official chocolate bar. It just makes you feel better. That's fair enough. Yeah. Just, with, I don't know. I'm gonna let Zachary in on a little secret, um, and I, I apologize if I'm letting people peek behind the curtain of of the world, <laughs> the universe here. But the the what you choose to wear on the upper half of your body has absolutely <laughs> zero impact on how Liverpool perform on the pitch. Um, no, I'm dead sorry about that because we yeah. all have our superstitions. And listen, I have I have them to some extent too. I know some people are, are crippled by them, like you know, which is a, this is a thing. Um, yeah. And I feel sorry for, for for people who have that. Here's the thing, and if you're watching on the video version, I'm, I'm addressing you directly down the lens right now. Um, you, I, you just need to ride it out, mate. 
yeah. riding out. I'll give you a great example. It for me personally was the uh, 0809 away kit, which was like the silver one. Nice that is my favourite Liverpool away kit because it was a throwback to my first Liverpool away kit in, in um, like the, the late eighties, early nineties. And Liverpool, I think we lost like the first game that I that I, I wore it. it again, we just let me mates. I was watching yeah. it on the telly. Yeah. Couldn't be further removed from the game. Uh, but I I and I nearly stopped wearing it. Because I'd done that in the year before, I had like the yellow away kit, and we just couldn't win whenever I won it, and I stopped wearing it. Really? But I was like, but a yellow away kits are horrible anyway. Like they, yeah. in theory, but not in wearing them in practice on the street. I love this silver kit so much that I was like, I am riding this shit out. Yeah. So I basically wore it every single game until Liverpool started winning, and we did it. The, the highlight of that was, I think we played Chelsea. And um, Yossi Benayoun scored in that game. And there was one, I think I wore in the one where Fernando, I think Fernando Torres scored. I think we did that sit down celebration yeah, beside the yeah, corner yeah. of the pitch. Yeah. We had a great, we, we started a great, and that ended up being a great season. Exactly. You know, we had, some, we had some great time. So, yeah, I. Uh, so the, the advice is if you love that kit, if you want to wear that kit, my God, man, you wear that kit. You wear that kit yeah. till you wear it into form. So why, Liverpool are good again. Why don't you just make it lucky in other aspects of your life? Like make a really good meal and then every time you make a good meal and you're wearing the shirt, build it up that way. Then take it to your football. Positive reinforcement. Exactly. Like, that. like yeah, no, exactly. Like the opposite of that is like just to have someone wrap their fist in it and punch you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, if, Negative reinforcement. If yeah. you want to truly hate a football yeah. shit, then there's ways to have an yeah. electric shock every time you put it on. You know, here's the thing: do what needs to be done. Here's the question: Why the fuck have you been not wearing? Have you not been wearing it for the last three games? Yeah, <laughs> we've just won three on the bounce. We would have what? What would have a plus uh, a plus nine goal difference yeah. with 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 nine points yeah. effectively if you just worn it for the last three games? So here's the thing. You've only yourself to blame and your washing routine. Yeah. Now, I can personally recommend having a magic floor. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah. I have a magic floor of my bedroom. Uh, I, I throw my dirty clothes on there. And then within, it, within sometimes within as much as like six or seven hours, no they are returned, washed and folded to my bedroom. That's amazing. It's incredible. I highly recommend everyone gets a magic floor uh, or, you know, <laughs> a, a wife. Um, who cares? Um, so, yeah. So I hope that answers I also your questions. Have a magic floor, but they just seem to stay there. It's the opposite. Yeah. They just get dirty. Yeah. They just get dirty and then, like, one day you'll realise you've got nothing to wear and you've got to wear it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Zachary, I, could, I can't help but feel that you're not keeping on top of your magic floor. Um, be nicer. Just be, just be nicer. All I say is, if you're not sure if, you, if your magic floor doesn't seem to be working, just try being nicer to the people you live with. <laughs> it's not necessarily having a direct impact, but I think just think of it as karma. Yeah. Be nicer to your to your mum, your girlfriend, your wife, your dad, your your sister, your brother, yeah. your, your nan, your granddad, whomever you live with. You, even your, even you that one flatmate who you know's the bitch in the house. <laughs> um, be nicer to that person. The one who the one who does the dishes, the only one who does the dishes. Be nicer to that person, uh, and it might you might find. Just by pure karma and nothing else that your magic floor starts working again. And then where you love Pilke, because we're going to win loads of fucking oh, yeah. matches and it's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. um, Luke Sandbrook. Hippo versus Rhino. Grudge match. Who wins? No rules. Flat ground. So I did research on this. Okay. Uh, hippo all day, apparently. Wow. Yeah. So 
There was. I would not have gone hippo. I would go rhino all day on that. To be fair, there was there was there was a bit of water next to it, and the hippo basically just grabbed it and just threw it into the water. But it killed off. The here's rhino. the thing: was it says just flat ground. It doesn't say flat ground plus water. Exactly. So it's weird if it's a running start rhino. If the if the rhino starts getting cocky and like edges towards this hippo, hippo's got it all day. <laughs> okay, so I just think it's <sighs> the, the hippo can open its mouth. Like I know you can't. Uh, how many? Watching the video how many this is, is how big? How many is that? How many? How many? How many wide mouth wideness yeah, is that? that is. It's like it's, 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 it's like half a meter or something stupid. Yeah. It can get its mouth open. It's. it's but here's, can't do that. Yeah, no, true. I suppose you've got it's the battle. What's the offensive weapon? It's mouth versus Head. horn. Yeah, I think the horn is what is what the difference. I think whether it's mm. great having the having the jaws. Yeah, jaws are great. I'm a big fan of them. But the, the it, it's effectively well, yeah, what one of them. Uh, but here's the thing. It's like for me, it's like going into a into a, a knife fight with you, not but your fists. I don't okay. think that you know. I, you the teeth in, are not. The teeth aren't like blunt. These teeth. Are. No, no, of course not. But I, look, I know I'm not saying hippos aren't it. I think we've been we've been lulled into a false insecurity with hippos because of <laughs> hungry, hungry hippos. And there was the, the we've that, been lulled the, into yeah, 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 yeah. I think there's good. been. I think they've got good a good media team. Yeah, they? Um, yeah. Hippos are seen as being a bit cute and cuddly. Yeah. You know, there was the there was Madagascar the, as well. Madagascar, yeah. perfect example. There was a there was a a, 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 a fromage fray yogurt that was oh, around. Yeah. Yeah, kids where yeah. they had like a, they had the ballerina two-tail or something like that yeah we don't think of hippos as being dangerous but they they are dangerous yeah they are dangerous creatures please please approach hippos with caution or more don't. don't approach yeah. hippos um but equally rhinos i'm not looking to get gored by a rhino anytime soon and that's why i think the rhino the comes only on the pro- like it does it does matter if it's a running start if it's a running start the hippo is done for mm-hmm. because you can't get away it's, from it for me it's like what wins if you had a cow uh, an elephant sized cow or an elephant i think the elephant wins all day because of the tusks well what does a cow have it can chew grass, Paul. It's not like okay, but it's not, not truly fair. It's a you know comparison. But if you then, if you, if you, it if doesn't you, have. I'm saying you take knives to its head, <laughs> and then, and then it's like a battle royale style thing. Yeah, you went modified your cow, A team style, like it's got into MacGyver style. It's got into a shed in some sort of farm, which seems to happen all the time, and it's come out modified like a battle cow. So it's not it's not robot wars anymore. It's now just animal. Was really, really. I feel like this probably exists on the dark web. Oh, definitely. But yeah. Peter hate it. Yeah, Peter not down with this. In fact, look and, and rightly so. <laughs> we just say we do not condone animal violence Putting on red barbed TV. wire on cows. Do not do put not. barbed wire on cows. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, thank you very much for that splendid question, Luke Sandbrook, via uh, the Facebook page. Uh, also via Facebook. A bit more serious, actually. Well, potentially, I'll see what the answers are. Elliot Watts is the writer slash novelist who's had the greatest influence on your life. I'll let you start with this. Kurt Vonnegut, okay. um, who wrote Slaughterhouse-Five, is one of my favourite books ever, ever, ever. Have you ever heard of it? I have not. So it's 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 mad. It's, it's, just, it's very hard to summarise, but along the lines of there's a guy... Been years, I think it's Johnny Pilgrim. Someone might be shouting at the radio right now. Listen to this, <laughs> but anyway, he's um, he, he, I think it starts with the last time Johnny Pilgrim was come unstuck in time. 
along the way, I'm paraphrasing. I should have done more. I should have reread yeah. this just yeah. if I was going to talk about it. But I, I read it. I've read it two or three times as a kid, and he. It, it, chapter by chapter, it jumps to different points of his life. Uh-huh. So he basically constantly relives his life. So it's, it's the idea of, and it's, it's like quite a, a weirdly uplifting story that he knows he's seen, he's lived his own death mm-hmm. and he's lived his, his birth and he's lived every moment in between. So it jumps from him being a, a soldier in World War II to him being imprisoned on an alien planet where he lives yeah, in like yeah. a menagerie where humans are on a human zoo on another planet and to this moment, the last moment of his, of his, of his life. And he, he, he knows all this stuff uh-huh. But he just relives his life constantly, and it's it's fun. That sounds really yeah, good. it is really really good. And the other ones probably there's probably a couple of like Robert Heinlein who wrote a load of science fiction stuff, including Starship Troopers, the okay. original that which is well better than the, the film, which is awesome yeah, as well. It's a great film. Yeah. Robert Parker, who's a rare crime novelist who died a few years ago, is amazing. He's got a series of books by the main character called Spencer, which I've read. There's dozens yeah. and dozens of them. I've read I've pre- pretty much every one of them, and then maybe. Uh, Terry Pratchett, someone like that. Fair enough. I mean, while you were just saying that, I'm I'm a ve- I've got a very very short attention span because of just how I just watch YouTube videos all day. So I like my short stories. So Isaac Asimov, yeah, really enjoy. I haven't read loads of his stuff, but what I have read, I really enjoy. Just the kind of you sat there and you're like, that could really happen, yeah. and and you start thinking about stuff. Limmy. Yeah, everyone needs to get on both of his books and his TV show. And this is this is the channel. man who printed the book with the covers upside down. So if you read it in public, you look like an exactly. idiot. Exactly, a whole chapter of it is upside down, and it's basically a whole chapter of him saying everyone's looking at you weird, and it's fantastic. He's 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 brilliant. Like he's just he's a comedic genius. And the other one, Roald Dahl. Yes, and you know actually I should have I should, Roald Dahl came to mind. Fantastic. Yeah, completely. I, for me, like um, going solo and boy, or, or boy and going solo, which is like the story, the the semi autobiographical story of his life. Yeah, is yeah. there? Loved that stuff. And again, even the that that one's like the twits was amazing. The twits. I think Fantastic. I read. Um, I read Matilda when I was like ten. I think I yeah. read that in a in a night. Yeah, roll that stuff. Fantastic. Absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really read, so I can, I can. Can't tell you anything. Yeah. More than that. Um, no, brilliant. Uh, very, very interesting stuff. Kevin Logan, <laughs> would you rather have leg-sized fingers or finger-sized legs? So me and Sai had a quite heated debate over this. <laughs> really? Yeah. My, so. So Sai thought. Well, basically, he thought um, finger-sized legs, and I said leg-sized fingers, okay. and then. Basically, we wanted to know, and maybe Kevin's going to have to give us another an answer to this. Do these things have the strength of what they were? So, the finger-sized <laughs> legs, are they as strong as normal legs, but yeah. they're just finger-sized? Okay. And are the leg-sized fingers as strong as fingers, and they're just leg-sized? Yeah. Because, you know what I mean? I, here's the thing. I, you can... You, you, what would you look... You'd be like a... You'd be you'd have to walk on all fours, except you, it wouldn't be fours. It would be all twelves. No, because you'd still have legs. No, exactly. But you'd have exactly. But what I mean is, you've got leg-sized fingers, so it would change how you fundamentally walk around. Well, no, because they're not legs on your fingers. They're fingers that are just leg-sized. That's the that's the conundrum. Is they're just massive. Yeah, fingers. but here's the point: if you added 
However, how long am I? Like, like what? Three and a half. Let's just say three odd foot legs, you three odd foot fingers. You would. It would fundamentally change your biology such that you wouldn't be able to. You wouldn't walk around stood up anymore. You'd either have to walk around like like this. Yeah. And again, this is this is very much one for the for the visual yeah. viewers. Or you would have to be like animal like. You know, like as in on all fours, yeah. like a like a like a giraffe kind of thing, yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of situation. But as I say, that would effectively give you, uh, you know, t- uh, 12 appendages to walk. And you'd be a bit like a, a centipede. Your arms would be mad, so you'd have, you'd have your shoulder joints, you'd have your elbow, then you'd have your wrist, and then... Well, it's just like you're then, sat here, yeah, and your fingers are effectively touching the floor. Yeah, That's yeah, the way yeah. you think of it. But then imagine how bendy... You, you, could, you could scratch... You could scratch the back of your leg with your with your with your index you finger. Scratch your bubble from Literally, like. Here's the thing, I don't think you could live a normal life like that. But I think you could live a perfectly normal life with. And I said, you know, because here's the thing, we just have a wheelchair, wouldn't you? You know what I mean? You could just get yeah, there's but, ways of getting around, but you can't. You couldn't like you couldn't you couldn't do anything with like sash fingers. Well, no, because did he that. You could if they have the same strength. No, no, but that's fine. No, but what could you do? They're just too long. They're too long to be able to do anything, anything with. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, yeah, I agree. But then you could be a goalkeeper. You could, um You would be a decent... But, uh, but, but again, it, I... But s- it's not about the... Here's the thing. Your arms have got to carry... I don't think you've got the... the I know, that's that's my fundamental... That's why I want Kevin to kind of expand. let us know. Because if they're <laughs> the same... Sure. I know he's, he's set the question. I'm not sure he's necessarily got the ground rules that have gone with it, but go on. But they're the, if they're the same strength as not... I'd love it. I mean, I say I love it. It'll be amazing to see someone with finger-sized legs with the same strength as normal legs. Yeah. And you just see them... Torrent around. Like, again, like, <laughs> a, like if you had to... There's a what is that in? It's a bit like in Doom, the movie where Dexter Fletcher's half like chair, okay. that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It'd be a bit like that. It'd be know. like in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where he's like, where he's got the metal kind of appendage. Yeah. Like, what's his name? The Beeble Brox. Yeah. Is that him? Yeah. And like, and then he goes onto the table and he's like walking are, along. Are you doing this from the, the Hitchhiker's Guide movie? Oh, of course, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I, I, that film's horrendous. The, the series is one of the best things I've heard. The, film's, I the film's terrible because, and I, it worries me that you think I haven't it's read good. the book. You need to watch the original TV series and listen to the, the radio plays. It's fine. We've digressed horrendously. Um, no, here's the thing. Again, you could not live a normal life with leg-sized fingers. Yeah. Think of all the things that you do. Oh no, I know. In life, it's not possible. So I think the answer has to be. Finger-sized legs. I know, no, yeah, but I mean, I, I'd like to think I made a. Good I think it would be more. Co- I think that would be much more comedic as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, whereas like it would be a bit like <sighs> to see someone clomping around yeah, with yeah. leg-sized fingers. But I mean, where are you getting kicks from with finger-sized legs? <laughs> like, like don't a barbie. Kicks, do you? Like, <laughs> The concern is that I mean, what what what's getting dragged along the floor? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, you're walking. You need to have it. You need to have some proper support down there, or maybe you wouldn't. I don't know. It's not. No. Some people are just Someone, biologically different. Any they? good artists, right? 
please draw both of these scenarios. And please send us in some pictures. Tweet at the Redmen TV or email interact at the Redmen TV.com or Tom at the Redmen TV.com yeah, with your hilarious. illustrations of a person who's got leg sized fingers and a person who's got finger sized legs. That'll be terrific. Yeah. And we did get a, a podcast jingle sent in. It was fine. I, I'm really sorry, the person who sent it in, I, I haven't got your name to hand. It wasn't quite what we were looking for. I want someone to work, it, work some of, some sound bites from the show into it. it. Needs to be a bit shorter, a bit catchier with a bit of a tune. I'm talking like it needs to be 10 seconds tops yeah. sort of really sums the mood up of the podcast yeah. and send it to again interact at redmentv.com would be great and if anyone wants to make a soundboard for us yes please make us a soundboard I'd love a soundboard um, just 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 things that people say mm. and then uh, and, and some sound effects to throw in as well like yeah. dings and buzzers and all that would be Definitely. magic um, just lastly then before we wrap up please do leave um reviews uh, and, and high ratings on whether you're on Acast or you're on iTunes reviews again it all helps the algorithm which makes the podcast bigger and better we enjoy it and if you enjoy it then sh- you know show the love and that'll help if you've got more Redmen TV or Redmen Radio you can do a say exclusive podcast and video content on the RedmenTV.com um, Christmas merchandise is now available the last Christmas Sadio Mane Christmas sweatshirt is exceptional Great. It's exceptional. Uh, there's a very limited run on these. You've got till the end of the month to get them sorted. Uh, the sooner the better, though. They are, we have had, we have been inundated. And I don't say this just because, like, oh, it's that popular. Yeah. No, genuinely ridiculous. Ross's life has been ruined yeah. with the, having to <laughs> update the spreadsheets on this. But because they're all printed to order, it means there's a backlog, which means the sooner you order them, the, the earlier it goes in the queue, and the more likely you'll have it in time for your Christmas party. Um, that's it. Yeah. this has been an absolute pleasure yeah I know I didn't have much in the way of football stats but my knowledge of, of hippos versus rhinos and my argument for leg sized fingers absolutely, was absolutely exceptional I listen I think you are posing a similar question that people are having over Adam Lallana at the moment <laughs> is that how does Chris get back into this team oh, yeah. He's got, he might have to start on the bench um, anyway let's know your thoughts I think we discussed by tweeting out to say at the Redmen TV and walk on <laughs>